This week, the Dalai Lama offends ugly bitches, and a pub offends ugly children. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to another fabulous edition of the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Causey, and with me as always is the striped shirt and not that fabulous Sandeep Sen. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't match. I mean, especially in Gay Pride Weekend. Yes, um, that's what I was getting at with the word fabulous. We cannot be as fabulous. Uh, no, uh, did you uh, do any Gay Pride festivities at all? Did you uh, do anything gay this weekend? <laughs> I, just, just the anal sex, and um, I blew a dude. But other, other than that, I, I mean, I, yeah, other than that. But did you do it with a rainbow really. tank top on? Because if you didn't, then it really, I don't know if it counts. I didn't. That's why I didn't even mention it. Yeah, I didn't even think to mention. Did you, it did you go in the city at all? Because I had to commute uh, through the city because I work weekends normally, uh, both directions. And uh, there were a lot more shirtless dudes than usual just yes, walking around I, New York. I was in the city both nights doing comedy. And I was commenting because, yeah. you know, we have Gay Pride weekend every weekend. I felt like the, the vibe this month has been very different. And I was talking to someone about it. And it turns out this weekend was World Gay Pride Day. Yeah. There's a combination. There's a World Gay Pride thing. So I think people from all over the world yeah. have descended on New York. And so it was. And then the, this was the, also the anniversary of that bar. Stonewall. Stonewall. You yes. fucking homophobe. Yeah, so so it seemed there was definitely a different vibe this whole weekend. There was a lot more gays yeah. congregated. And as somebody who um, works in, in the hotel uh, industry, the everything was fucking sold out from what I can understand in anywhere really anywhere in Manhattan. Uh and for those of you who are not in New York, gay pride weekend is a fucking huge deal here every week. But as Sandeep mentioned a second ago, it is it was amplified because the the world pride decided they wanted to do it here too. So it was just anything in lower Manhattan this week. You you could not walk more than a few feet without seeing dudes holding hands, dudes making out, groups of shirtless dudes. Hot. Bo- yeah, hot jack dudes, that's right. Uh, or butch women, if you're into that. Or occasionally hot women, you know. Although I will say, there are a lot more hot gay dudes than there are hot gay women. Is that is that okay to say? Yeah, I think that's known. Yeah. I don't even think, are we... <laughs> Did we just did we just say something outrageous? I don't know. Did I? Thought, I? I thought it's that. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, okay. Of course. Join us. Yeah. Intro. We better, Some people are dude. always nervous about that. Our third voice you hear today, Christine. <laughs> me. Uh, is it Christine? I'm hyphenating. Meehan, or you're hyphenating I'm it now? Hyphenating. Okay, because yeah. I I knew you as Christine Meehan because I've known yeah. you for a while. Well, a lot of are time. you still professionally? Christine Meehan still? Meehanberg is it's really... It's Meehanberg? Yeah. Okay. You're, I did course, release uh, something with Meehanberg, so I think, Okay, so essence. Christine Meehan-Berg mm-hmm. or Christine MB? Are we, yeah. No, and no, is your, does just, your kid also last name Meehanberg? No, she's Berg. She's Berg. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We can just call me Merg. That's what people have been doing recently. <laughs> C-Merg. Really fun. C-Merg. That's your rapper mm-hmm. name. I think it's... I think there... I think it depends on what you're closeted as, Phil. Like, whether, whether there are hot lesbians or hot gay... There's a lot of hot gay men though because like all they really want to do is work out and get in saunas let's be honest like oh, that it's that's the whole point yeah and if so, you're you gonna if i was gonna be gay in new york is a city to do it yeah there are, oh yeah you go be. to any gym you don't want to go to like cincinnati you know <laughs> be like oh, i'm gay here like, <laughs> i'm sure that's there not are some the fabulous fabulously hot gay dudes there For but sure. new york i feel like probably and i would imagine la a little bit too is just it's the epicenter if you're if you're into just Playing swords. That God, is... I love the gays. I'm a gay man inside. Oh, dude, they're the just best. Like the they're, flamboyant. You're just a yeah. very well transgendered gay man. That's right. I am. <laughs> yeah, with amazing exactly. surgery and no hormones to take for the rest <laughs> right. of your life. Yeah. Yes. I saw the hot. Okay, I have met the hottest transgendered 
female man, man. Um, and and wait, wait, I which one? Which one are they currently? Because that's how you have to go. Man, by. they're a man, but they man were, used to be born. A woman. Okay, female. Yes. Okay. Um, and male. We're saying male. Right? And the male was hot. He was hot as a male. Dude, he's so. F- can I say fuck? He's so fucking hot that like, and I met him. And I was like, well, oh, my God. And then we we talked and became so, friends. I would imagine, though, because it was originally a female, it's like like pretty boy hot. No. Right? No? He like, was jacked and... J- fucking jacked. Like, you could follow him on Instagram. And and you and I'm like, yeah. how, how? And I showed Aaron. I'm like, I don't understand. This person is so hot. I don't know what to do. And he was like, well, it's on testosterone. Like, there's yeah. a reason that he's chiseled and, like... Yeah. There's, like, the V... You know the man V? Yeah. Like, holy shit, so good. And I like I do follow this person on Instagram, so I'm like, oh my God. That's my, like, I do, my husband's hot too, fine. But like, this is amazing to me. And I, I was floored by it, but it's like, meh. What, I'm like, does that make, what does that make me? Am I on the, spe- am I in the LGBTQ community? I hope so. Then I, then it like makes well, me more interesting. Women yeah. typically like gay men. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. I used to run so, a gay club in Philly before, when I became a comic. A gay comic. comedy club or a gay club, like a, a gay. A gay club, but we had a, we had like a showroom on the second yeah. floor. And so I ran a show and I was the events person how, like how manager. gay was it just like a bar that gay guys went no, to this was or was the... like rainbows dudes that go in the bathroom and jack each other off like I mean, flat yeah, out like sleazy yeah. like get like so super gay we're talking like That's as gay and and lgbtq as it comes and it was phenomenal it was some of the greatest years of my life and Spend then i moved to new york and i had to shit but i was doing comedy so i was doing a lot of that kathy griffin-esque mm. type of stuff <laughs> and then i moved to new york and everybody was like that's not really you have to shake that off so I had to like shed that like a skin right like a snake does so I had to become just like a regular person because I I think my biggest demographic when I was in Philly obviously was the gay community because that's who I was playing to most often. Yeah, I went to I, but because I was so used to playing to gay men, I ended up uh, doing a show like a burlesque show. I wasn't doing burlesque, but I was just doing stand up for lesbians, and I had all these jokes, and they bombed because the lesbians were like, "You're trying to be too much like a gay man." Like they were like, "This is gross. Don't do that." So then when I came like, here, I'm like, bitch, "Oh, now I understand." You, you stay in your evil hetero cisgender. <laughs> Right. Fucking gender normative lane, you <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of your comedy, actually, you just had your album come out like a couple months I did, ago. I did. Yes? I released that album. And your album is called Bumped. 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 For two reasons. Yes. Uh, it's the double entendre where I was like, uh, I was bumped. You know, I had a big bump. I did it nine months pregnant. And uh, <laughs> which was uh, Has there ever an been experience. a comedy nope. album? Perf- no, I feel nope, like you're the I'm only the one. one. Yeah. Were you at the point in your pregnancy where there was a chance that on stage you would have gone right into labor yes. during the recording? And that's what I wanted. Was that part of the fun of it? <laughs> but yeah, I, I was kind of hoping for that in a way. <laughs> but then I was like, no, it, really at the end of the day, it was me. I was 10 years in uh, and I mm-hmm. was like, I have all this material and I just I know my life's going to change. and I know all this material is going to change. I'm, I don't want to do all the same stuff once the baby comes. So let's just get this out of me. Let's give birth to one thing before I give birth to another. Mm. And then I can start over. And but I just out, happen get the baby to be, out. Get it all out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and but I and I now I listen to it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's really that was the point that I should have been doing it. And I'm very proud of it. It's a lot of fun. It's very angry. And if you would have gone into labor on stage, there would have been the most badass 
uh, Jezebel and Reductress I know. and HuffPost articles written about you. Yeah. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. Your, your kid is hold, hold back your career even before it was born. You really, should have just gone into labor. You should have been part I of really it. really should have. You should have written that into your act. That would be an ultimate closer. Right. <laughs> I actually was thinking I would bring tarps for the front row like Gallagher, you know, <laughs> but I forgot them because I just was, I had dumb pregnant brain. Yeah, just and don't smash I, it with the hammer. That would <laughs> so be- don't smash the stomach <laughs> with a hammer. Um, but yeah, then I, yeah, so I dropped that. And um, it took me a long time to release it because I couldn't stand the sound of me wheezing. <laughs> like in the album, you can hear me l- with labored breathing because I was so fat. <laughs> like I was standing still and I was out of breath. Like it it's was funny because people who don't know you might have thought that was like a character or something. You know, there, there <laughs> might have been like there been a chance. On. So it was called bump because of the pregnancy bump, obviously the baby bump, and then and also also that's a comedy thing. Mm-hmm. Like I got bumped. I've I've been bumped by everyone. You know, I've been bumped by uh, very famous comics, and it's just kind. Of, or I'm just I'm just bumped. Like I'm bothered. Yeah. I bumped, think that's what, bumped for those of you who are non comics. It's a comedy term where if you're at a show, sometimes your spot in the order on the show either gets bumped back or sometimes in worst case bumped off the show yeah um so that's, that's happened a lot in yeah. my life so it's yeah. kind of funny so you're kind of making fun of yourself a little mm-hmm. bit like yeah i'm bumped yeah. i like that <laughs> like nobody really cares about this you're right. album. A- anything else that. going on in the creative realm right now that you uh, yeah i'm l- releasing a podcast called ironically enough i can't believe i didn't know that you were a psychiatrist andy but i uh i'm releasing a podcast called in treatment and she's a therapist. I, uh, her name's Nell Daly. And mm-hmm. so we're doing therapy, but also comedy. So people come in and actually talk about their issues. And I make fun of them or I make fun of myself. And I'm like, your problems are fine. Let me tell you how bad it could be. Oh, my God. And this so is, it's uh, lots of fun. You just, so you just invalidate everyone's feelings. Completely, yeah. Like, I go through, it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to be cool. <laughs> you think you have it bad. Yeah. I think it's me just needing free therapy from her. I feel like every comic you know has their own set of issues, too. So this is just a a gold mine. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, my God. We're actually talking about problems. I think there's a... And the reason that we decided to put this out was because, you know, I've been in a lot of therapy. I did a project uh, about a year ago where I went into therapy and it was supposed to be on a major network, but they didn't put us on this season. And I'm not supposed to say what it is because I signed an agreement, but we did this thing. And because of that, one of the club owners at Stand Up New York was talked to this other woman, Nell, and he was like, oh, so you're a therapist. The perfect person to get with oh, is man. this person, Christine. So we're doing the thing. And people actually do come in and get help. Like, I, we've helped several so people with big issues. So it's an actual therapy session? It really is. Are like your we're guests do, we're comics or are your guests just people who are, like, in her therapy practice and who are okay with uh, their issues being public? We've had, we've had uh, several comics, mostly comics, and then we actually had another therapist who came in and, and talked about things. Well, so, Sandy, if you, if you ever want to have a session done, I mean, I feel like he's the perfect I feel like I need show. to have you in now. Like, maybe yeah. we need to have you as a regular guest being like, this is your disorder. And <laughs> oh or if you ever need, like, a substitute, there, yeah. there's your man yeah. right there. How do you do it? <laughs> yeah, so we're dro- I'm dropping that. And um, what else is happening? Oh, yeah, I'm, I don't know when this is coming out. A couple but of weeks. A couple weeks. Uh, I'm doing a thing. I'm going on the road with my husband. We're doing a thing in Delaware this coming week. So, yeah, I got a lot, a lot of stuff going That's on. Right, your husband, Aaron Berg, yeah. who, as you alluded to earlier, very hot man. <laughs> He's this, very hot. You know, I was joking about this yesterday with some friends. Pride weekend is probably the only weekend in New York where I get sexually harassed more than my female friends, or yeah. almost as much as, depending on the woman. Doesn't it make you feel good? 
You know, <laughs> not way. really. It, it's kind of annoying. Like, I, I kind of, you know, it's kind of like, oh, this is what it's like. Because I had a dude just walk up and grab my ass last year for no reason in a bar. And the thing is, I can't hit him because then I'm a homophobe or whatever. You know, it's how... It, now, does Aaron get... Um, does he get, like, harassed during Pride Weekend at he all? He has been yeah. a, a lot in his life. The way that he is in life now, mm-hmm. nobody would ever go... Nobody would, would never go step. over that line, right? <laughs> but in the past, he was... He was assaulted by several women you know he used to be a stripper do you guys know yeah yeah I, I knew <laughs> so that. like they've gra- like yanked on his wang like, like when he was stripping. i mean it, it's not and, a good and, you know experience. and that's the thing is that like as as a dude who doesn't have that experience sandy and i are sitting here like wait so when we just grab your cock what's the problem <laughs> but, <laughs> you know? but aggressively when it's not what you want that's yeah. not a yeah it's not a fun thing yeah. so no, I, I see the problem when you're like <laughs> roping me in <laughs> like, Sandeep was wondering uh, <laughs> why would it be a problem if someone's grabbing You're fine. Cock? You know what? I, I speak for only myself. You can... <laughs> anyway, depending on who it is, I'm cool with getting my cock grabbed. So yeah, I guess that's the point. Anyway, exactly. Depending on who. It so is. you are. Uh, so you're a mom now, as you alluded to. I did. And that that, that segues so well into our first story mm-hmm. here this week. We're gonna go to the UK. One of our uh, one of our spots we go to very often. We're going to the UK, going to Bristol, England, to a restaurant called the Hen and Chicken, which is like a Restaurant slash bar establishment, mm-hmm. which I I assume sells uh, well cooked poultry. <laughs> That's wings. Yeah, let's go with wings. I assume wings, chicken parm, or yeah. whatever, or um, and then also maybe there's some fish and or possibly some some chicken and chips because I know they call chips they call French fries chips there, and they call chips crisps. But that that's not important at all. Where there's some outrage over new, a new set of restaurant rules put out by the restaurant. Dealing with children, mm-hmm. keep trying to keep kids in lines. I guess I guess they're having some children who are being obnoxious and 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 they are, are bothering the other patrons. As children do, as children tend to. And the rules are: children under ten can't be there after six. Children ages ten to sixteen have to be out by nine, and they're only allowed to be there after six if they're sitting down at a table eating with an adult. Mm-hmm. So basically, chaperoned. Um, and then if they're under eighteen, they have to be. Um, with an adult, and they have to be out by, I guess, 10. And then it says at the bottom, this is the part that I love, which is no free-roaming, scootering, or climbing. <laughs> I mean, isn't that kind of just what a good parent would be following anyway as a rule? Like, I just I don't feel so. like this is a terrible thing. I mean, I, I've brought my kid, I bring my kid to comedy clubs, and she, and I've had to breastfeed on stage, bros. Like, I've really, I've pushed the envelope in clubs, um, Has anyone ever ever gotten upset, or do people think it's like funny? I would think it's hilarious if I was two drinks in and fucking watching well, a woman try to tell jokes while her her baby is was eating. I mean, there was one time I would never do it again. But I think, <laughs> <laughs> and I and it's on YouTube if you want to look it up. The it's fact called that comedian breastfeeds on stage is terrible. But <laughs> the fact that you stuck to it rather than being like, "Hey, can somebody else do a quick five? You're like, "No, no, no, I got this. <laughs> Give me the baby." Were you? Uh, why did you breastfeed on stage? Well, I had a paid spot. It was a specific time. She started to cry. <laughs> I had to breastfeed. <laughs> she needed to eat. And she was eating for such a long period of time at that point. So I was like, even if they bump me, go back to the album. If they bump me back, she's still going to be eating. <laughs> and then I had a bunch of like, you know, the like very you know, the feminist women that, that were in the green room. And they're like, you can do this. This is for yeah. feminism. And I was like, I can't. But I was wearing this humongous sweater that 
looked like a blanket. And I was like, oh, God, fuck it. So I got and then I and it was like, I just have to do this. Like, I can't I have to do my job in two ways. So let's go. And how see this clip? Did you do jokes about breastfeeding or just doing bits while the baby's breastfeeding? Well, I, like I you have to started, acknowledge like, yeah, baby's breastfeeding. Of course anyway, I had to acknowledge what's it. The deal with, <laughs> what's with the deal socks? with chicken? Yeah. You know? No, I, I, I did talk about it. There was a guy in the front row who couldn't look me in the eye and I and and so I ended up kind of breaking him. I'm like, why are you why are you eye fucking me? I don't think I said it in that way. I don't remember it very well and I can't watch the clip because I'm so terrified of it. But I, I remember being like, Oh, well, where are you from? And he goes, Russia and I'm like that's why the whole crowd blows up right and then I ended up doing a lot of material it was a 15 minute set like I had to talk about it in Russia KGB take your baby <laughs> over 15 how many uh, were you breastfeeding during all 15 probably 13 oh wow and so she stopped then I had to take her off and do your closer while <laughs> oh god help me that sounds like a good yeah. time anyway, yeah, so that would be yeah. the awesomest closer is after you say your last joke and then, <laughs> and then you go off stage yeah. that'd be fucking incredible yeah. that yeah. should have been on the album it should have been you know, but she wasn't here yet wasn't so here you can't yet. Use, next uh, album yeah, next maybe. one. No, uh, no she won't be breastfeeding in the next album. Right. She's not breastfeeding now, depends so I can't get her back depends, on the boob. Depends how fast you write. <laughs> so, so back to the restaurant, the uh, Hen and Chicken over in the UK. Uh, I actually went on their Facebook page because I was curious to see what the gauge of the outrage was. I would say most of the comments on there were actually pro this policy because most people are rational. But there were a couple of mad, mad ones. I'll, I'll read my favorite mad one I right here. Wait. This person said... This is so excruciatingly passive-aggressive. The equivalent of leaving a note in the fridge about the shared milk. Weak, hen and chicken. Very weak. Oh, my God. <laughs> shared milk in the fridge. I it's mean, what are you saying? Yeah, and other people also said that it was unrealistic and that it places pressure on parents, uh, which I feel like is the point of this. Uh, and again, most of the comments were very pro they were very pro the policy because it sounds like I'm not the only person who fucking hates children in public. Well, you read the policy and it's you can tell that the the restaurant has been scarred yes. um, from children. Like they they these you could tell that these these weren't just they didn't just come out of the blue and they just sat down writing them. They're just for years of being of children being ridiculous. They're used to maybe I mean I don't know. It, this is where in the UK? In Bristol. This is in Bristol. Okay, so it's it's not in a a, a very highly populated place. Not like it's not like well, London, it's, it's, right? It's a, it's a city. I mean, it's a small city, I would imagine. Okay, but it's still know you, you know that. you may have some tourists, but you have those locals, and I'm sure I've I've worked in a restaurant in a small town, haven't you? That were like there are some people that come and bring their kids, and they just let them run amok, and you're like, what the, I can't I can't serve these people, and they're and they're just not paying attention. They're shitty parents, so they just let them go nuts of course they're gonna have to have a regulation i like fucking that. work in, in like a nice very nice hotel during the day and it is like the most obnoxious thing when there are children who are like literally doing laps around the lobby mm -hmm. while their parents are trying to check in screaming being fucking obnoxious mm -hmm. trying to climb stuff and it's just like do you have no discipline in your house at all yeah. like none Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of this restaurant must have gotten enough complaints from people about people like the people you mentioned mm -hmm. to where they're like, you know what? Fuck this. We're going to start losing business because of. Right. I mean, they've weighed and measured it enough to I mean, it's a business. Right. Yeah. So they've 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 like I said, they've gauged 
whatever the response would have been by their regular customers. And yeah. they're like, wow, this is a little bit better than just letting these kids ruin us. And, and I love I'm it. okay with it. Yeah. And actually, the James Townend, who is the uh, director of the pub, the manager, I guess, he said... There are a minority of parents who think it's okay to relinquish control of their parental responsibilities as soon as they enter the pub. I, I like That's that exactly quote, what we're saying. But I just also love the way he... It's so British the way he it's said so that. British. They, they relinquish their responsibility. It's better It's better than the Great British Baking Show. Like it's, that's, have you watched that? I mean, I watch I it every good. day, all day. I heard I, it's good. It's so good. And it's like... They have seventeen words for cake and it's sponge and like they oh, they say things that. just so it's way nicer than we could ever imagine as Americans. It's so awesome. So they just made it like ah eh, you're. They said you're a shitty parent and we want to stop it without saying you're a shitty parent. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. what they well, said. Well, and that's the thing. That's exactly. We always try to focus on who's mad about stuff and why they're mad. The only people I can think of that are mad about this are just shitty parents. Are the shitty parents? Where it's like, how dare you tell me to discipline my child in your establishment? <laughs> right. And if you have that's an eighteen-year-old kid, that eighteen-year-old kid. Well, that, isn't running a mop. That I think the 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 sixteen eighteen-year-old rule I think is more for. The drinking hours, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's a pub or it's and like rowdy teenagers, like a rowdy teenage table. Yeah, but you also, I imagine it's also like a Me Too thing where you don't want sixteen and seventeen year old girls in there with drunk forty five year old creepy adults. Like you want to get them out of there before Possibly, the end of the night. Possibly, but you that's also what, what is the about. what is the drinking age in the UK? I have no idea. Probably what, sixteen to eighteen, US. right? Yeah. So if they're sixteen to eighteen, I don't know. Like we should look that up so we can figure yeah. out what also, that I age looked is. Up the population of Bristol, England. Uh, it's 459,000. That's a city. It's that's a, city. a half mil. That's bigger than yeah. like Cincinnati. That, that, yeah. That's a large fucking city. Yeah. But they have their regular customers. No matter what, no matter yeah. what place you're in, no matter what city you're in, just like anywhere here, you're going to have, like if you're in Greenpoint, because you're in Greenpoint, there, there are places that have, right? right? Can we no, say no, that? No, oh, yeah. Do, do people I just, know it that? It was weird that you remembered that. Oh, I don't well, know what I told you that. <laughs> no, we, I know, because I used to work here. Anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. But... But there are people that go to the same places all the time. You find your favorite place. This is what you do. Like a family will go, oh, this is a fun place for us to go. We like the food, blah, blah, blah. You become regulars. Anywhere you are, that's going to happen. And so some of these people are just terrible, I think. Yeah, they're terrible and they don't want to be around kids. And I never want to be around fucking kids, especially the obnoxious ones. I actually went on vacation last year and uh, I paid a little extra to stay at one of the adults only resorts. You ever do that? You ever do the adults only how yeah. fucking worth every penny glorious. is that? Oh Just my glorious. God. It is the greatest thing to where it's like, no, you actually, not only do I not want to be around your kids, you're not allowed to come here with your kids. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, this restaurant isn't saying, fuck you, don't bring your kids. It's saying, keep your kids in line when they're here because we yeah. have people who, you know, want to have a nice meal and not be interrupted by your these your little demon spawns. Also, it's not the whole, it, it would be one thing if it were a regulation of a town or a city or whatever. It's yeah. one restaurant. And if and if you're upset by it, go to another restaurant. Go Buy to fucking, chicken yeah. somewhere else. Go to Chuck E. Cheese or wherever they allow your kids yeah. to want to look like little assholes. And things, <laughs> yeah. I, want, I, I want to extend this rule. Like The more I think about this, because I did the adults-only vacation, I read this, I want more adults-only places. I wish New York would have like adults-only parks and shit like that. Mm. Like I, I really, I sincerely wish they did. They had like adults-only parks. So you can go parks. cruising for Poon? 
Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> safely. Okay, safely. It's like I know everyone's <laughs> of age. You know, and like also too, like I don't mean to bring to, to shit on you, Sandeep, but Sandeep, he had people this year for his Super Bowl party who brought their kids and that ruined the fucking party for those of us who hate kids. And I'm telling you, there, there, there needs to be a separation in more places. So I, I love this fucking story. I think this outrage is total bullshit. So I'm going fake outrage in this one, Sandeep. Oh, well, what I like is, uh, so my, my cousin who listens to the podcast gave me some some feedback like he's like you know you guys make all these judgments but it's really the perspective of two single dudes in new york and uh yeah like, there isn't really much and so this rant i guess i was like thinking about him like yes i guess well, we have a married person yeah. with a kid in the room so it's not like we, we don't bring our guests on to to sometimes do counter perspective and like you have a baby but like you're a rational enough human that if when your kids of age you're gonna be like hey don't act like that in public well, you're embarrassing for adult parks and just uh, adult no i mean everything. i'm not pushing i mean these are these are you're going far you know <laughs> but oh, she, she called it out like oh it's so you can get cruising for poon and i'm like yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it yeah. is. What's the fucking problem? <laughs> like I if but I'm I'm a I'm a hard ass mom and I have a near yeah. two year old and I bopped her on the on the hiney. I know I didn't beat my kid, but I, I misdirection or whatever parents call it nowadays. Like I'm not hitting her, but if she's out of line and I can't stop her from throwing a tantrum that's gonna last twenty minutes, I bop her on the hiney and then she's like, Oh, wait a minute. This is a consequence. There are parents out there that aren't giving their children consequences, and they're just like, it's okay, Trevor. And I'm like, shut the fuck up, Trevor. Trevor. Like, it's just, <laughs> and it's, I mean, I do a, a stupid bit about that, but like, you know, if they're just because you have it's children a, a doesn't or, or mean Tyler your, fucking, yeah. your words better than another's, right? Like, they're, they're terrible parents that, that just let their kids go crazy. Yes. I'm not that parent. Like, and I go. have to teach my husband how to be a hard ass parent, which, right. and he's now like leaning in on those, uh, you know, timeouts and things like that. And she's not even two. So I would, I would expect, I would hope. We also have taken her to places, very nice restaurants, and she's acted up. We take her out right away. We don't just let her you sit are there and scream. Doing the Lord's work. Thank you so much. I'm You're a perfect being, person. Yeah. And so anyway, as far as the outrage goes in this one, it sounds like you think the people who are mad about this, this is bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. All, All right. right. So, Sandeep, I'm assuming you're with us on this one. Yes, yeah, fake outrage. I mean, I, even even people on Facebook thought yes. it was fake outrage. Most of them People did. on Facebook think it's fake outrage. Holy shit. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, I do want to take one last quick note. I was looking at their page. They do comedy shows there. All that's right. what, that's probably why they have it. <laughs> they do comedy shows there, so you know if we're this ever is all a ploy just to get booked at yeah, there. If we ever show. are in Bristol, England, I, I hope I can get at least a, some kind of spot at this this pub here, the hen and chicken. You it gotta sounds tag like a great place. them when you put this up. Now, I think I'm just gonna send it to the guy because he seems <laughs> like the kind of guy that'd be on board with what we do here anyway. Yeah. And and the fact that I'm definitely supporting his establishment here for a bunch of people who probably aren't in England, but actually we do we do have some UK listeners. Anyway, so that one's fake outrage, and Sandeep, we're going to um, move from child issues to, I think, gender issues of this next one, right? Well, yes, but the person, so the person who I thought would never come up on the fake outrage report yes. has now come up. This is a special episode, okay. Christine. The <laughs> Dalai Lama. Oh, God, this is good. The Dalai Lama. <laughs> Has caused outrage. Oh, this is great. I, the Zen I love master this himself. So delightful. Uh, caused unzen when he said, if his successor is a woman, she should be attractive. <laughs> and apparently, <laughs> he has said this before and doubled down on it. 
<laughs> and then he said, we want to say, quote, if not, people, I think, prefer not see her, that face. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he's, but he has an idea in his head. Yeah, he's like, look, this when looking looks for like. a holy deity, is she fuckable or is she not fuckable? <laughs> and the host is trying, she's trying to... Um, guide him. Guy, yes, she's yeah. trying to be like, okay, you don't really... And then she's like, it's about who you are on the inside, isn't it? And then he's like, yes, I think both. <laughs> Real beauty is inner beauty, that's true. And then he just should have just stopped saying, but then he's like, but we're human beings. And I think appearance is also important. And he later went on to say they should get some makeup. The ones people are upset. Oh, that was the best part. Yeah. When I, when I first read the story, I thought I'm taking it out of context. I don't like reading the stuff like this in print because usually you're taking it out of context, but he he doubled down. There's video. There's video (laughs) and there's sound and you're going to hear it right here. You also told um, one of my colleagues that that female must be attractive Otherwise, it's not much use. <laughs> yes. Can you see that, why that, that comment that, upset that, a lot that, of women? That's one time. If female dilemma comes, and it should be more attractive, if female dilemma, all that, that people, I think, prefer not see uh, that face. Let's yeah. talk about it. Okay, so that's... He says they not see her face, and that wasn't out of context. I'm I'm looking at it. I mean, he's I love not, how he said it'd be of no use. It yes, wasn't attractive. The thing That's is, the Dalai Lama is kind of a goofy dude. Like I see, so sometimes he jokes around. So I was like, when I read this, I'm like, maybe he was joking, but that's not. He's not like joking. He's this is a. I mean, you're here. You, you heard know, it for yourself. The, the thing is, he. It sounds to me like what he's doing is he he's not taking this the host woman's concerns seriously he's being like wait are you actually upset about this like don't be ridiculous oh i like, mean he she... has not been spent time in <laughs> so basically i mean he has not spent time in the with the woke crowd yeah yeah the you're Dalai right Lama... he's not had many social interactions with uh with really anybody okay what I, so what th- i think we forget though i think we forget that he's the, the precursor to this is that he thinks that he's attractive Yes, that's enough right. that he has that standpoint. Right? Yeah. He's like, hey, you gotta be, you gotta be hot like me. I mean, you know? <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. That is implied. That so is implied. Yeah, this is like the religious equivalent of like the fat guy that wears the no fat chicks T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like he doesn't <laughs> understand the reality here and the self awareness. But can we also think about like there's there's something there's things that are lost in translation. He obviously he speaks English, at, but. But there are, <laughs> there may, I don't know if things translate. Like, what he, he's trying to convey I something. Tr- I, I, I don't was know. trying to think of it, but again, okay, so let's, here's another clip. Right. We're, we're, trying to, <laughs> we're trying to give them anything about, but listen to this. Can you see why a lot of women, though, found that quite offensive when you said it? So, one Indian, you see, because uh, of some complaint about my sort of, that sort of my Kasota expression. But okay, I think they themselves, I think uh, if there's opportunity to ask whether they spend some money for makeup. (laughs) (laughs) What was lost in translation? He's like, yeah, some Indian women were friends. He's like, yeah, you know, they would really should, they have to wear makeup. They got to do something. Okay, let's let's think for a second. How old is the Dalai Lama? uh, He's old. Old. He's old, right? Isn't he he's at least Trump's age, okay? Yeah. And then <laughs> let's talk about generational We're gaps. We're loop this back around. Like that. Yeah, like he, he obviously thinks a certain way. As much as like people revere this man, just like they revere yeah. Trump. So I know I'm not supposed to be making a Trump comparison here, but people take 
every, like some of the things that this man, man says or everything like as Bible. So the Dalai Lama is supposed to have all of this wisdom. Just remember, we're all human. Like yeah. we're not God. He's not God. He's but so he's he's fallible. Man. Like these these things are coming from a person that uh, has opinions. Also, can you who's the interviewer here? Because I do want to credit whoever that is. It's a BBC person. Do you know who that is? I don't know. Who it can is. we figure out who that? Okay, can we? Yeah, can oh, we figure we it can, out. Can, okay, we can figure it out. It's yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. So, but you know, she was the, really working hard. Yeah, the thing is, though, is it like how far is the old school man thing going to go? Like, is it going to oh, be... Oh, it's Rajini Vidyanathan. Oh, it's one of your people. Vidyanathan. You can't say that name? Rajini Vidyanathan. Okay, so <laughs> Vidyanathan. If, if it's hard for it. you... For all the shit that I've <laughs> taken... Reading it, I'm sure if there's someone told it to me, then I can just read I can <laughs> But it. it's funny because she's a very pretty woman. Oh, and yeah. she's... And she's having this conversation. What if that was some ugly bitch, like some hit by a shovel? Oh, yeah. And, and, yeah. and what if he saw her and thought she was hot during the interview and was like, you know what? Maybe you should be the Dalai like, Lama. Look at all this the makeup. Like, maybe that's how he's hot. trying to hit on her. He's like, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, not anyone can do have Dalai Lama. You got to be hot. And, uh, you know, I couldn't help but notice that. How you... far does the old school man thing go? That's what I wanted to mention. Like, is he the next thing he's going to say? Another old guy thing, like you know, the next Dalai Lama really should just be in the kitchen more and know how to bake well. And just be <laughs> like, let's be raping bitches, <laughs> like that. I mean, they should be where they belong, and let's just, we can take advantage when we want. He look, the guy said some dumb stuff, and he's he's just out of touch, right? The like, guy he, says she has to be attractive, and it, the guy who said it was the Dalai Lama. Do you want Bushwick is in a civil war right now? This yeah. is. This is tearing Williamsburg apart, let me tell I you. I don't think it is. I don't think they give a shit. I mean, I'm sure there's some dumb white hipsters who pretend to care, but let, let me no. let me play devil's advocate, or in this case, Dolly's advocate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let me do that. Now, he kind of, I think, might have a point, right? Because, you know, think about it. In Western Christianity, Jesus is super fucking hot, is he not? Right. He's ripped. He's so a blonde-haired, blue-eyed, all-American. Chiseled abs. Yeah, hot yeah. abs. Yeah. Okay, so, so maybe... He's just following the you know footsteps of other religions who were successful that had that. You oh, know? it's definitely true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like sorry. maybe he just doesn't a- want what uh, sloth from the Goonies. Like, is, <laughs> like he's like I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hot chicks sell stuff. So if you're trying to sell your religion, it, the he's face been of paying it, too much attention yeah. to also, American culture. This is this this religion is based in Asia. So being an Asian girl, and they're considered very attractive, right? So he he just wants a sexy <laughs> Every Asian, Asian girl. is hot, them. man. No, that, that's definitely not true at all. <laughs> but he, he just wants a sexy little Asian girl. He wants, you know, the little girl who with, with the glasses and the little anime. The whole he wants point an anime of character. Buddhism, all that he preaches is supposed to be against all that shit that we're just trying to get more followers and get more popular at the expense of your soul and the, uh, your outer beauty and all that. Crap. You got to change of the times, that's what's man. So vexing. You got to change of the times. I, th- I think that Mr. Dolly is onto something. I think, I think he, uh, he just wanted to ruin the lives of all of those white, skinny hopeful American yogis. Like, that's like, it. Yeah. He's like, yes, inner beauty is important, but I also need Instagram followers. <laughs> yeah. We're trying to hashtag, we're trying to get, you know, so we're trying to get the check mark after our uh, name. And, and he's trying to get we, verified. <laughs> yes, he's trying to get verified. Isn't so he already verified? I need to Does get double tweet? verified. And the, if the new chick is she's busted, we won't. She will get de-verified. <laughs> busted. Yeah. If, if no one's busted, beaten off to, to the new Dalai Lama, then the religion just will not survive in the twenty first. I century. want her to bring relaxation and Zen. And the best way for hot women to bring relaxation is to become. 
<laughs> to become dumpster. How? What is ugly? Like let, like, let, let, like let's really break that down. What is that? If if you see, have you been to Port Authority? Yes. <laughs> yes. There you go. That's it. There's your definition. <laughs> the bathroom, or just in general? Just in general. Very, um, very New York specific joke. There. Yeah. Because <laughs> this this weekend, Port Authority was full of hot people because it was all Pride weekend. Do you think the gay people were taking the bus in? I'm, oh, dude, I'm sure people were busting in. People were coming in from everywhere around. Yeah. Maybe he should have said the next Dalai Lama has to be a transgendered hot person. Well, then it would just be woke. On, because yeah. then you, weren't, you wouldn't be allowed to get mad at him. Because that's one of those, one of those things. Where like, well, you can get mad, well, mad for saying that she's too attractive. But what if I said she's trans? Well, then you know what? Now you're a transphobe. See, that's, that's the fun thing with identity politics. Mm-hmm. You can always turn it on itself at a fucking, on a dime. Yeah. You know? Oh, this is a good time. It's such a fun. It oh god, how like if you trip on your words, it's one thing. And but like you said, he doubled down and he was like, no. I kind of respect then he started him. Roasting. He's like, makeup. dude, bitch, wear makeup. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, You're like, but some people are offended. They should wear makeup and shut the fuck. Up. That's basically what he said. I, I kind of respect him more. You know, I'm so tempted to go fake outrage in this one. <laughs> like I am, but like I, yeah. I know, I know you can't say that. Then he started playing hip hop and um, yeah. And, uh, and he was like, "Yo, where, where my where my where my deity bitches is at? Yo, busted bitches." Yeah, but yeah, you're that generation, man. They're smelling chicks. They're grabbing by the pussy. <laughs> they're insisting they wear makeup. Like that's just how it was. Mm. Yeah. I, Even, I, I'm torn on this one, but I, I'm leaning legit. Sandy, how do you feel? You're torn. <laughs> wait, what, wait, what? What's tearing you? Well, no, because the thing is, here's the thing: is that a lot of the marketing decisions that were made for religions, and they were marketing decisions. They were made behind closed doors before we had this culture of the internet and the culture of, you know, everyone knew everything. Because the thing is, if this it was said behind closed doors, obviously there wouldn't be outrage because people wouldn't know about it. But I'm saying, what if the Catholic Church... The, the, the first thing I thought when I saw this was, you know the movie uh, Dogma, where they have Buddy Jesus? Yeah. Where they try to make him, like, cool and hip? Yeah. That's the first thing I thought of. I I, I didn't think this was real at first. I mm-hmm. thought this was an actual, like, a was, joke story. Was that story. Ben Affleck and yes, that David that movie? Yeah. And so the thing is, it, it, as religions have to learn how to market better, this, this just seems like a thing that if they made this decision a few hundred years ago before this interconnected culture that we're in, people, I don't think, would have been as mad about it. You know what I mean? Because the whole Jesus thing, they someone made a conscious decision somewhere to say, oh, yeah, we can't make him brown. So if they would have done this hot. a long time ago, people would not be mad at it. Yes, I think that's so. true. I mean, he could, he, could, yeah. he could say we should start having slaves. And yeah, if they'd done that in the 1600s, it would not have been angry. But what the I whole point we, is, it is now. What I think we need to remember is, is the Dalai Lama has a really bad publicist and a terrible marketing manager. Oh my God, yeah, where is the publicist like, shutting down the Where is the person interview? that handles the Dalai I Lama? I didn't show this to you. Like, the, that, those two comments were separated in time. Like, when he first started saying, like, she should be hot, like, the publishers were like, whoa, 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 cut. stop, right. Stop, stop. Uh, this is uh, not your message, Dolly. Yeah, let's get on this. <laughs> you know, that right there, that's a sketch that they need to do. Someone yeah. needs to make next week in SNL. That's right, SNL. You can you can steal my idea. Somebody please make that sketch. But um yeah, you know, I think I think you're right. Your point is right. If it was a long time ago when the Ben we are that's in a the, lot of things. We're in the Me Too era, you can't say that shit anymore. So yeah, I will go legit outrage in this one. Yeah. Mm. The thing is there it's the it's Buddhism. It's supposed to be all about not you know, needing to be hot. It's, but I yeah, also think totally that there's something that. something with within Buddhism. Like, I mean, I did a lot of yoga before I got too fat to do yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're a white girl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with a black girl booty. But um, 
which is my best asset. So yes. it's a good joke, <laughs> you guys. Ah, puns yeah. are fun. But yeah. uh, but even then, like the the more that you you tap into that inner self and you become inwardly beautiful the outside follows along and maybe that's what he was saying like you can look at a person that's a piece of shit and you're like that person is uh, like ugly on the outside because they never did the work on the inside so you can you can meet a person and you're like oh well they're not the most they don't have the most perfect features or whatever but this person is beautiful and so i mean you can't like your inner self isn't going to change your bone structure but yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's kind of there's something that comes. I think that's what maybe at the end of the day that he's trying to say. I think that's the exact opposite of what he's trying <laughs> to say. No, that's literally the exact opposite. That's that's the problem. He's he, well, like, no, no he, you got to be hot on the outside. Yeah, he that, he did say, well, there is inner beauty, sure, but like you got to also like. <laughs> she tried to make your. She, point. He did say makeup, she, no, so she maybe I'm wrong. Tried to make your get him <laughs> to say your point. I keep trying for the Dalai Lama here, and guys. He specifically shut her down. He's like, no, no. What I'm saying is, yeah, inner beauty is important. But no, you got to be hot on the outside too. None of this inner beauty makes you hot on the outside. Crap, you got to need some fucking makeup. You got to just be naturally pretty. Okay, so I'm 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 legit here then. <laughs> yes, but at right. the, but at the same time, I want to say remember the years where Catholicism w- reigned across the world, it's right? Still and raining. there were it still is, but there but there were there were a lot of years where wars were waged i have i've had a beer um wars were waged (laughs) and just and raged havoc wreaked havoc on a lot of countries but people were still following that those things that that pope adhered to and and allowed to happen were awful and terrible but people were still on board so like Mm. i don't know are we talking about religion are we just talking about a person that is supposed to be the figurehead for a belief system that we're disappointed in. I don't like that's a conversation I have. Yeah, well then that's what the outrage is based in. Is people are disappointed that the Dalai Lama said that. Um, so I think yeah. we're we're going you know, with the outrage I, in this I, one. Like right? Jesus is hot, but I feel like Mary's pretty plain Jane, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, one's, no one's jerking it to Mary. I mean, who knows? There's got to be a, there's there's a porn parody somewhere. Yeah. But uh, I do look forward to the new book of Buddhism having a centerfold in it. That's going to be great. <laughs> um, but Sexy. Be the free legit outrage in that one. Now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Christine B. Is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on here on the show in the universe? Oh God, what's going on in the universe? I did watch the uh, the Democratic candidates oh, debate. Yeah. I didn't watch those, and fucking like the, the Democratic debates. I feel out about those the way that most people feel about baseball, where it's like, yeah, I'll wait till later in the season to start following. Yeah, it. you know, I watched it because I am a psychopath, and I used to be in politics. Weren't they both four so, hours long? They were two hours long each, each. so a total okay. of four hours that oh, I did waste God. my whole my my whole four hours of my life. I'm sure I will. I watched the last of the two hours of the last one. I only saw like. 15 minutes of the first one I meant to go back but there's no out, I don't have a I don't have outrage I just um, I think that <laughs> I am alright I'm outraged by this there's a woman okay uh, Ma- is it Mary, Mary? oh I know you're talking about the crystals lady <laughs> dude what I she- have more experience in politics than this woman and I'm better suited do you want, to do you want run to explain for why why she was there Yes. Yeah, okay. How did she make so it? the the way that they do the qualifiers for the uh, Democratic debates 
is that you have to have one of two things. You have to have either 65,000 unique donations of any dollar amount. So it can be 65,000 people that just gave a dollar each. Or you have to have at least 1% polling in um, uh, any three approved polls from the DNC. How so did she, she get had, those? Well, she's a famous author. She might yeah, have gotten 65,000 of her fans to give at least a dollar each mm-hmm. so she can get on the stage. Um, and so that's how anybody got on is because they either got there through donors or or through polling. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how she was there was she was she, she qualified. And she has a voice. So yeah. that's good. We need all voices. That's one way to put it. A voice. But, a voice. But also, what was she on? Because, I mean, she was... I mean, who talks about love during politics? It's the opposite of what politics is. You know what? I got to be honest with you. I I uh, didn't watch it, but I, I like the idea of it because I just think it's, it's interesting... Um, sort of like in the opposite way that Trump was in the last one, where it's disruptive and weird and it's entertaining. It's it not what you see in politics. Yeah. And yeah, I, yeah. I kind of like the idea of somebody going in there and just making a dumb hippie fest uh, 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 among all these people who are wearing suits who are fucking all just you platitudes do, you do need that. and rehearsed. Yeah. And I like somebody who just went there and fucked around with it. I kind of really like that. I like that too. That. What I yeah. am, seriously though, to, to, to the point of like what is out, what outraged me about mm-hmm. the Democratic debate is that there was no debate right so when we're talking about debate if you've ever if you've ever discussed anything in a political class or Mm -hmm. we're sitting here we're debating right now we're having a discussion people are able to say what they want to say number one there are way too many people on the stage number two you can't have a conversation if people aren't allowing you to talk and you can't retort truly so if 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 we're supposed to have freedom of speech and we're supposed to be debating people really want to figure out ideas within the party they should have been allowed they should have had smaller amounts of people having real discussions but what they were doing well those instead, ones are coming up once once you know the bottom half of the field drops yeah. out in the next couple months or so yeah but yeah. I think that they, one, they allowed too many people in, and two, there wasn't really a conversation. People were just talking about themselves a lot. Well, that's what you're doing. You're not debating anybody when you're there. You're campaigning, and you're so campaigning. The, the, basically, the, the the first couple rounds of debates, it's the stupid, shitty corporate news networks who are doing it. They're either trying to give gotcha questions to the candidates they don't want to win, or they're giving fluff questions to the ones that they want to win. And mm-hmm. if you actually look at the way that some of the questions are posed in those debates, you can tell who's asked they're trying to kiss based on who's being asked what questions in those debates so right. yeah I, I actually agree with you that the system is bullshit and that it shouldn't even be called a debate it should just be called like a powwow or well i'm sure that marianne williamson had a you know a, a better name for it like call it a, a drum circle we could have yeah, a democratic a drum, circle. drum circle or something <laughs> or a sound bath or something right? <laughs> democratic sound bath 2019 democratic sound bath <laughs> So you know, I'm with you on that on that outrage. I think I think that's good, Sandy. What do you think? Yeah, sounds. I mean, though, I I don't know how you would do it because then you don't want to. I mean, I think there's just no good way. But um, if you just have less people on the stage, then more people's voices don't get to be heard. They'll be upset. If you have 20 people, you can't have you can't go in depth with the questions. But I think every every time, like even when there are debates between two or three people, one or two people or three people. It's still they don't like it because it's like you have a two minute soundbite and they're trying to discuss how you're gonna I just, solve I don't know, these I just incredibly feel like complicated. Should be yes. Having a conversation, I think, and what I've what I found from the time I was studying politics up until now, you know, and I remember there was a, a professor of mine in college when I was studying politics, and he was like, "There is no 
public forum for discourse, for debate. Yeah. And we don't. Yeah. And for the people that are that are that are creating our laws and that are voting on them, like we're not we're not able to really see them having conversations. We're only we're only seeing what they want to like they're it's not a conversation. It, it is the it's public versus yeah. private they need persona. To, they thing. need to get the audience out of there. There's no reason that an audience needs to watch the debate. You don't like need that. to be clapping. They're like, right. oh, we don't well, need your And they always say, like, audience, don't clap. It's like, dude, don't have an audience. They're going to exactly. fucking clap. Well, here's the thing is the audience, too, in there, they usually are there in support of a very specific candidate. So some of the things that candidates say are going to either be amplified or dumbed down depending on who they manage right. to They're stack the room Right, they to that audience because they want to get that laughter. You need to just get that motivation out of there. Yeah. And you can't just, don't invite people and tell them not to clap. We can watch it on TV. We don't need to, there doesn't need yeah, to be Yeah, we, we can hear words. You put them in a room, you right. put them in a, in a, honestly, in a circle. You put, the, you make it more a like a, Everyone gets some peyote. Drum, We're gonna fucking so, yeah, do this. Yeah, maybe a little ayahuasca. Uh, oh, that'd you be, put the, that's you put the them one in I a circle. See. You let them talk. They talk, they talk about the issues. This is the party, right? It's not, and and this is the thoughts of specific people within the party. I worked for the DNC. I know. You work or worked? I worked for the DNC cool. when I came out of college. And and I found that because I disagreed with a lot of the things that my campaign was doing within the DNC, I was like, I got to get out of here. This is wrong. What campaigns you work on? I worked on um, Allison Schwartz and Stephanie Herseth. And they were, I was, I was working for uh, a, a grassroots, it was called Grassroots Campaigns, but I was working to uh to help with emily's list i don't know if you know what emily's list is it's uh it's a political action committee that helps elect pro-choice female democratic candidates to office whether it be like congressional senatorial whatever oh that Um, that, that would go well in brooklyn for yeah it really would so i worked for them for for a little while and i found that like i was like i don't really agree with this but if you don't align with if, if you don't follow the party line and you don't just follow along blindly, you're not accepted. You're not, it's not fine. That's right. Right. Blind so allegiance. you don't really have a voice like in this democratic society that we're supposed to have, you can't have an independent voice. Well, and that's what I meant about the way they asked the questions was that you can tell who the DNC wants to win based mm-hmm. on who's mm-hmm. asked what questions, who's given more time. They, like, they act like, oh, it's a thing where you can hear people's voices, but really they do have their favorites. And I think that's a really good point, is that the outsiders, they get asked gotcha questions and trick questions sometimes, whereas other people, it's just fl- it's fluff is what it is. Yeah, and there's a lot of fluff coming at you. Yeah. But if, if things could be done, I mean, our, our whole government needs to be upended and there should be a complete revolution. Let's just say this on this podcast. That's but right. Aside all those from old that, white men in power are all evil. Only the old white ones, though. <laughs> yeah. They're the evil ones. But we need, we need to be having these conversations. There should be more public discourse. There should be more debate. We should have a forum where, where people are listening to other people discuss the only thing that still exists within our society. That is that is stand-up yeah. comedy, even though we're speaking yeah, baby. to a, a, a group of people that have to listen to us, although there are there's the ability for hecklers and people can yell at you, whatever. I love that, and that's a good place to end. I think that is, that's a good way to put a bow on it. Speaking of stand-up comedy, Bumped, that's the album. Uh, Christine Mienberg, check that out. Um, you can also follow her online at... 
Funny Christine on Twitter and Funny X Teen on Instagram. There we go. And you can follow us at Fake Outrage Rept, which we, I think we tweet once a week or so nowadays. Uh, email us at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Give us a killer five-star review if you ever have a chance on that there, iTunes. But before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? I think the Hindu gods are pretty hot, too. They, I think they have some makeup on. and Yes. Uh, <laughs> so they, they're, they're, they're on board, too. Yeah.